Hello, and welcome to Edgeguard. My name is Blake. Who are you, sir? I am Jordan. Hot date! Jordan. Yes, the game we're playing is called Hot Date. Hot date! um, For for a moment there, I thought you were about to ask me on a hot date, and well, I'm flattered that you would describe that as a hot date. I, uh... No, this is as hot as a date as I've ever way. been on. Talking to you every <laughs> week is, uh, you know, I am just really feel like I'm getting to know you. Um, well, I that means a lot to me. I'm flattered. Um, <laughs> although, I don't think that I would say that uh, it was nearly as good as uh, the hot dates that went on in the game Hot Date, which... Um, oh, you just, you're just more of a pug person? I am. Uh, well, okay. Before we get too deep into that, you should you should probably explain the game. <laughs> Hot date uh, is a game where you speed date with pugs. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's basically like, I mean, it's not quite a text adventure, but basically, you're sitting at a little table with a a little. Oh, it's not a. What do you call it? It's not a chandelier. It's like the little candle stand that sits on candelabra. The table. Candelabra, sure. Uh, you're like sitting on a little table with the romantic candelabra and then one by one little pugs come up and introduce themselves and you ask them questions and respond to their questions for a couple of minutes and then they get cycled out for the next little pug uh and that's basically what the game is (laughs) it's uh before we before we uh go on and talk about it uh it's by george bachelor which i thought was funny because you're Oh, haha, also, that is, I didn't even think of that. That's so clever. Uh, and with music by Levi Pack. Uh, but with that, let's talk about Hot Date. All right. So um, I, I think one thing you mentioned uh, last week that definitely turned out to be true, um, maybe you only mentioned it to me outside of the recording, not actually in the recording, but that this is like the first like true comedy game mm-hmm. we've we've played like where one of the main purposes of the game is to be funny mm-hmm. and i definitely felt like that was true i laughed a few times at this game yeah it definitely um, had some some like fun little snarky things i feel like a lot of basically all of the little pugs you talk to are are kind of assholes they like, are i was all expecting to talk bit. to a pug that was you know they're all bad at dating, really. Yeah, so that's actually, like, one of the big things that I wanted to talk about is that, like, every pug in this game is kind of a dick to you, clearly doesn't want to be, like, their speed dating, and, like, just is socially kind of inept, which I feel like yes. is definitely a, a sort of comment about this game. Is like, yes, all of these pugs, like, none of them... All of them claim to not want to be here. None of them are very willing to like actually have a nice conversation with you. And yet they're all still here. Something brought all yeah. of these pugs here to try and date the player. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I, I guess. And I mean, some of them, if you, one of the questions you can ask them is like, are you having fun? Or are you enjoying yourself? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they say no, but not always. And then after your time's up and you move on to the next pug, <laughs> Um, you can ask, uh, or you can say something like, we should meet up again. And mm-hmm. I think every time I said that, they were like, yeah, we should. So even though, even though the pugs oh, really? were making fun of you and don't like you, they, uh, they wanted to see you again. Maybe you're just better at emotionally manipulating the pugs because anytime I was like, I was like, Hey man, you know, maybe we could meet up again sometime. They're like, uh, yeah, sure. Bye. It's like, 
oh yo that's fucked up pug i really put well, my heart okay, that's true. on my sleeve they there. i've they never actually straight up said no um but a few Let's of the see. times it did seem it's it did seem a little sugarcoating the truth then eh, yeah it Jordan? did seem a little uh a little um ungenuine yeah uh but um i mean for for the course of the date the actual date none of them felt the need to sugarcoat the truth or a few times where they're just like you're ugly or <laughs> i yeah. don't like you it's like okay thanks for <laughs> thanks for telling me that so here's my um, question <laughs> Did you ever get the feeling that like you were working towards something with one of these pugs? Because my first no, inclination, I, not at all. Because like uh, I don't know. One of the prompts you can do is you can just like uh, there are certain like sentence fragments that you can kind of pick. Like it'll say like, "Are you a fan of?" And then you like pick from one of four options. So. Uh, one of them was like, would you like to come see my collection of, and then you like pick a thing. And I picked, uh, denim jackets and he was like, Oh, that's a little forward. No, thank you. So then <laughs> that was, I, that was like one of the first questions I asked. So then my mindset immediately became, I got a, okay. Apparently that pug was not ready to come to my house. Look at my denim jackets and then maybe have some extracurricular activities. But maybe that's the goal of this game is that I'm trying to get in bed with one of these pugs, which in my, I like the, you, you assume that is the, that must be, you know, if, if it's a, a, a dating sim that has some sort of objective, that is the only way. That, well, that, see, that would at be first, objective. at first, that's what, not what I was doing, but then like, I was just trying to, I was asking what I thought was a pretty innocuous question. Hey, come out my, check out my sweet denim jackets. And the pug's <laughs> like, Hey man, I ain't ready to come to your house and get down to it just yet. And I was like, Oh, is that what we're doing? Okay. <laughs> oh, I see. So you, you interpreted that as the game telling you that that's the yeah, objective of the game. The, the game oh, telling okay, me that okay. if, if, <laughs> if I have enough chemistry with one of these pugs, I can be like, Hey, Let's get out of here, and the pug will be like, "Yeah, yeah." I don't think you can. I went I, on six dates, and ne- there was never any indication that anything I was saying was having any effect on uh, how they responded to me. And I actually did a few little tests to uh, see okay. if that was the case, um, like saying the same thing to them over and over again, uh, and the responses seemed to be mostly random. Mm. Um, and then I uh, would say the same thing to two different pugs, and then again the response seemed it seemed to be random. I at least could not like discern any uh, any pattern. Yeah. Um, well, that's I'm glad that you brought that up. That you never really got a sense of progression because that's actually probably like my biggest criticism of this game is that like it it is it's like funny and charming, but it kind of just feels like none of the things the player is doing are really affecting the game that much other than like obviously mm-hmm. eliciting certain responses. But I kind of would have liked to, you know, you know, build a little bit of a relationship with one of these little, little puggies. One of these know? pugs. Yeah. No, yeah. That's fair. That's I would fair. like to, you know, maybe go on a second date with one of these pugs, just see what happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. It just felt kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. It was, it is, it is definitely like funny and charming though. Uh, there's lots yeah. of, I mean, I mean, I also think it would be, it would be more fun if it's like, um, that there was something, uh, you know, there were stakes to the ones you chose. Like yeah. You, you could offend them or flatter them. Um, but I mean, it, it, for what it, for what it is, I mean, one date only takes what three minutes. Um, 
and it's not as if there's an end point to the game. It's just kind of like go on as many dates as you want. Mm. I think that it. Oh, is it? It it just ended for me after a while. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I just quit the game because I got impatient. Gone on like six. How many did you go on? Um, I don't know, like eight or ten. I stopped. I stopped keeping track after I realized that it was, you know, going to be going on a little longer. For at first, I sort of thought that they were like each one was like a bespoke pug and so it's just gonna be like you went on mm-hmm. a the like with repeat playthroughs which i guess it could be i did not play the game a second time but that like with repeat playthroughs you could like you know try and figure out the uh personality of each pug and like work that yeah. way but then it i don't know it, it kind of seemed to me like it, they were mostly kind of randomly generated or yeah. um what um Oh, um, so I guess maybe it would just would have ended if I'd gone on like two more days. What happened when it ended? Like the game just put out? Or uh, just, like, so there any credits just after on? one of your dates, it just like the screen goes black and then it pops up a thing that says you're the best. And then, <laughs> and then it just like goes through the credits, uh, which uh. there's, and the, I guess it, not even the credits. There's just like a special thanks. And, uh, I just, I did notice that, uh, Kanye was, uh, thanked in the credits. <laughs> Just, oh, that's great. Just Kanye. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you can? Yeah, one of the things you can ask is, like, what do you think about? And then um, you have, like, five options, and one of them's like, oh, no, 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 I remember what it is. It's, do you believe in? And it's like, ghosts, miracles, a thing called love, Kanye. Oh, what? <laughs> I didn't see and I that asked, one. And I asked multiple pugs if they believed in Kanye. Not a single one did. Huh. Which, uh... That's interesting. Yeah, because I feel like... So this is kind of one of the reasons why I wanted there to be, like... Like, each of the pugs to have sort of a specific personality that I'm, like, thinking... I'm looking... Remembering the prompts that I used and then being like, oh... Because you can ask the pug, like, one of the leading questions you can do is, like, uh, tell me about yourself. And they'll kind of give you, like, a brief synopsis. And they're most of them are, like, kind of ridiculous. But then... I wanted them to like the things they say to tie into some of the questions I could ask so that I could ask them and then they'd be excited about it. And then they'd like, like me more. I want the approval mm-hmm. of pugs is what I'm saying. I want no, that's pugs fair. I mean, to how like can you me. look, how can you look at these, these cute little, like, like pink and white animated pugs with their tongues hanging out and not just be like, I, I love you and I yeah. want you to like me. They animate really well too. They have like they a do. lot of like little personality and sometimes you'll say stuff and they'll just like, they'll like react like <laughs> what the fuck? And, but it's like a pug. So you're just like, Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do sort of wish it was a little more, um, traditionally game like in that way and that there's like stakes to the the choices you make because i mean that that's sort of like something I, that's sort of something i thought the game was going to be doing um is like making a comment on the way that like flirting is already very game like you know like yeah. both there's you know two people are playing at it you know there's certain things you say certain things you can't say mm-hmm. i don't know Absolutely. That's actually kind of uh, sort of related to one of the big topics I wanted to bring up, which is like, I kind of mentioned it already, but like none of the, these pugs all sort of seem like they don't want to be here. I don't know. It honestly, yeah, like, yeah. so I know you were on 
bartender for like a very a short time and i've i've been on it for uh-huh. for quite a while and say what you will about tinder it's got a lot of stigma associated with it and i've had good experiences with it and bad experiences with it there's all kinds of you know who knows what's going to happen it's kind of the wild wild west but one thing yeah. that's like very consistent that you'll see is like people being like uh they'll have in their bio something along the lines of i'll lie about meeting us meeting on tinder or i won't tell my mom yeah, that we yeah, met on tinder true. or something i definitely saw that and there's a lot of people or people saying something like uh i can't believe i'm here but here we go or my friends made me do this or something yeah, it's like yeah. a lot of this thing it's like okay like i understand that like there's stigma around this like i understand it, it has a reputation for being like yo you you come on here if you want to fuck but the thing i've learned about being on tinder for a long time is there's a lot of pe- different people using tinder for a lot of different reasons some that's, people that's take it very seriously some people take it very not seriously some people use it for casual sex some people are trying to find relationships it's just like you never know exactly what tinder is for and i think i feel like the assumption is like oh tinder is for gross lonely people that just want to fuck which (laughs) i don't find to be the case i don't consider myself that gross or that lonely or that wanting to fuck (laughs) but but, um so i don't know it it definitely like kind of resonated me in that sense of just like these people are all saying they don't want to be here and yet here they are yeah, that's true. Um, huh. I, I I do think that um, the, the game, if it was more Tinder-like, I think that would also be very amusing. Um, I could see like a, a game that is like a Tinder app, but pugs mm-hmm. that um, would have almost the identical structure to this game, like back and forth mm-hmm. text communication, because that's how, yeah. how Tinder is anyways. And then like, there could be some very like humorous bios yeah. um, for pugs. Absolutely. Like, You're uh, like swiping on the little pugs and then you use the bio that like tells them about themselves to like sort of ask your leading questions and try and mm-hmm. go on a date with a pug. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Why are they pugs? I that's not that was not because not pugs are me. funny and cute and innocuous. But is there is it ever if you could not see the pug in front of you, like if you could only see the text, mm-hmm. would it be clear that you're talking to a pug? I don't oh, think it absolutely would. not. It's no, not like you're talking no way to a person. No. <laughs> Although some of them do have like definitely dog names. Like the first one uh I want to date with was named Lemons. Uh Oh, really? That was not the first one I went on a date with. That was the third one I went on a date okay. with. Okay, and Lemons told me that that was a fake name. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> uh, he was like, hi, I'm Lemons. And I was like, hello, I am. I always put in Susan. I don't know why. I just figured, <laughs> I just think Susan's a funny name for a pug, and I was, so I was kind of role-playing there. Susan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Are you a pug, the player? That's also not clear. I assume pugs date other pugs. No judgment, you know what I'm saying? Uh, all love is love, but, <laughs> but you know, I assumed that I was also a pug. Um, oh, I sort of assumed I was a human. I don't know why. Oh, really? See, that could yeah. be a, another angle where this game could have gone is if you were a human, like looking to adopt a pug. And then, so you're like dating, oh, but you're not yeah, really yeah. dating them. You're just like trying to see which one of these pugs you want to, you know, make your pet. <laughs> but, um, 
uh, you, you sort of uh, earlier you you mentioned uh, a game like working like Tinder, and it reminded me I haven't played this game, but I've heard it's really good. It's called uh, I think it's called Rain, which literally here let me let me look on the App Store. I'm pretty sure it's called Rain, but it's like uh, I think it's, oh, a, it's a phone game. Yeah, yeah, it's a mobile game okay. where you literally are swiping swiping left and right. It's called Rains, um, so you're like it gives you like uh, public figures and you, it's like a strategy game of some sort. You like swipe left and right. You're supposed to be like the king of some, like, I don't know. You're, you're a king and you're like swiping left and right, trying to make decisions about like the people that are running your, uh, your kingdom. Uh, it's called Ray. It's supposed to be really good. I've never played it, but um, huh. I don't know. So huh. there are, there are games that have like used the sort of like Tinder, swipe left swipe right interface and done some interesting things with okay. it wait but what do you mean public figures like here let me let celebrities me, uh <laughs> no no like um okay let me just like like you have to select the surgeon general for your kingdom no like a jester or a knight like oh gotcha or gotcha. a pope or something like that here let me do you uh, want me to just read the description of it yeah, yeah, do it. Sit do it. on the throne as a benevolent or malevolent medieval monarch of the modern age and swipe your royal fingers either left or right to impose your will upon the kingdom. Oh, that's that's humorous. Yeah. I wonder if it seems like it may also be kind of like a comment on Tinder, right? It's like part of the appeal is feeling like you have the power, power. of choice over these people. Like sure, I, absolutely. I can... You you are nothing to me left. I can swipe through a list of women I find are attractive and decide whether or not I want to act on my attraction to them. Uh <laughs> all this power <laughs> um, um Go ahead. Uh well, um back to the hot date though. Um I I really was like um did you find anything where like what you pick mattered? Because I really was like trying to test the limits of that and see if, if there was anything. So one of the things I did was when they told me my name or when they, when they told me their name, I typed it in their name back. Mm -hmm. None of them commented on that. Mm. Um, yeah, I tried like ridiculous names. Um, yeah, it really seems like it's, uh, it's totally choice agnostic. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the feeling I got. There, there were a few times where like one of the wacky prompts, like I'd be like, "Are you familiar with the entire works of the French impressionistic movement?" And most of them would be like, <laughs> "No, I hate French impressionism." But one of the pugs I asked was like, "Ah, yes, I've studied it deeply. I like it a lot." And I was like, aha, oh. yes, this pug will want to keep dating me. Then I asked if he was having a nice time, and he said no. I was like, oh. fuck you, guy, <laughs> Dave. I wonder if each of the pugs has, um, if there's like one question that each pug well, does answer yes to. Yeah. Like you, you ask about French Impressionism in one you ask if another one believes in miracles or whatever it's like mm -hmm. oh i totally do yeah i'm curious like part of me is like that would be cool except for it, since it seems like the pugs are like randomly generated and like their responses are pretty much random 
I don't know. I just, I keep, I feel like we keep circling back to this, but I just kind of feel like my actions had more impact on what was happening. Cause like sometimes like I remember very specifically, there was like this very, this pug named Thelma who was like very nervous <laughs> seeming. who was just like, Oh gosh, my friend made me come here. Uh, and like, I was like, it was kind of funny and kind of endearing, you know, like a nervous little. And then I was like, do you like this thing? And they're like, no, that thing's stupid like a dick about it and i was just like okay this doesn't seem this seems this doesn't seem like you thelma i mean (laughs) i've only known you for like 40 seconds but this just seems out of character you introduced yourself as timid and now you're aggressively berating me now now you're being a dick i just wanted to know how familiar you were you were with shakespeare's work (laughs) uh um yeah that's that's true. I, I, um, I started pl- when I first started playing the game, I was trying to be like, actually like, you know, respectful of social niceties. So there are a few times when I got a, a prompt that was like, uh, I had the option of saying like, you suck. I never want to see you again or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I don't want to say that. That'd be mean. But then after like three dates in, I was like, Oh, I wonder what happens. I was just mean to them at that point. Yeah. Or I'd like ask the questions that were like really like creepy. Like, Oh, sure. I, I felt like the would you like to see my collection of endangered butterflies question was like if someone asked me that on a date I'd be like goodbye um, no <laughs> I'm never but I would talking like to you to again. see the inside of my house again so I'm gonna leave <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's definitely I feel like the the thing that's hard about this game is there's a lot of funny stuff in it like even I feel like I only really scratched the surface like there are a lot of different things you can ask them uh, yes, and I feel like so even. Many. So you can sort of do like the leading parts where it's like, are you a fan of, and then like the options it gives you, I'm pretty sure those were like uh-huh. randomly generated each time too. So it feels like there's a lot of options of things to say about them. So while it's kind of hard to talk about, cause it's like hard to explain like, Hey guys, here's this funny thing. Let me tell you, let me explain a joke to you. Like it's not that fu- like, it's hard to do that, but I, I do think yeah. that this game is like pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. The writing, I think, was very, was pretty clever for the most part. Uh, um, it kind of had w- like one, like like a lot of the the jokes in the writing were like, um, like the pug is mocking you jokes, mm-hmm. um, but they tended to be be humorous. Um, I laughed. Did you um, now? I did. I wow, did. you idiot. Um, so um, so now now I, now I kind of want to ask you about comedy or like games that are played as for comedy, like played for comedy, because there aren't, I feel like it's not that common because it's pretty hard to do because I think in order to have like successfully done comedy, I mean, like, first of all, timing is a big part of comedy. Mm-hmm. And since you're, giving the player interaction timing can be hard to nail in a game. Uh, and then the other thing is, is I think like the writing has to be good. And I just think a lot of games, the writing just isn't that good. Uh, yeah, well I think, I mean, I, I, yes and no. So I definitely agree that like, um, a lot of kinds of humor that work in other media are very hard to pull off in, um, in video games for precisely the reason you, uh, the reasons you name, but I mm-hmm. do feel like there are kinds of like, um, I don't know, like physical comedy and like slapstick humor that mm-hmm. kind of like you can have a video game do in like, 
like interesting ways. Um, I wonder if I can think of an example, but just like sometimes you can get jokes out of like interaction th- th- and mechanics out of interactions or jokes Absolutely. out of like the mechanics of a game. And like sometimes some of the funniest stuff uh, in video games is from the mechanics. And sometimes, I mean like one of the, the sort of like genres of video game humor, I would say is like, um, I want to say like glitch humor. Like I think mm. some of the funniest things that I've ever encountered in video games have been like not strictly intended to be humorous, but it's just like where some weird thing happens um, in the game and like bugs out. Like oh sure, there's, like there's a million videos of people playing like Battlegrounds and their like car exploding for no reason. And sure, it's, it's very funny. So I feel like may- maybe. Um, that's one way that games can be funny that mm-hmm. uh, other things can't. I, I don't know what it would look like to have that sort of humor intentionally. Yeah. Part of what's funny about it is it's like it's an interruption into what you're expecting. Yeah, which I think is why you can't like really fake that. Like you can't in a game like Skyrim, you can't like fake the the glitches. The giants. But then <laughs> but then you like get smacked yes. by the giant and shoot straight three hundred feet into the air and you just like <laughs> what the fuck that is funny and but i I mean i definitely think there's some games that are played like straight for comedy like i think undertale has a lot of like really genuinely funny like writing in it uh there are a few others i know the first borderlands i kind of like liked some of the humor it's got kind of like a dark sort of sense of humor but then the second one it kind of like maybe it was just me getting older (laughs) because i played the first one when i was like 15 and then as i got (laughs) older the that style of humor sort of wore on me, but um, I don't know. I think, I think it can be hard for games to be straight played straight for humor, but one of my like favorite games of the last few years is like definitely a humorous game, which is jazz punk. Did you, did you play jazz punk? No. Oh, I would strongly recommend it. Yeah. It's only, it only takes Mm -hmm. like a couple hours. It's on steam, but it is like the weirdest game. It's got a lot of like style. It's just like, quirky as hell it's hard to even describe what that game is because like technically it's just like a first person game where you're just like i don't know what you do varies so much but it does a really good job of having like little mechanical gags and weird little things in the world like there's like a little guy that follows you and he like pokes out from a tree but if you look directly at him he goes back behind like he just pokes out from around objects but you can't look at him or else he'll disappear there's just like a bunch of weird little gags and it's really hard to describe like what makes that game charming and funny and great mm. but you should play jazz park is, is what uh, i'm saying i should check it out yeah jazz park um, owns i'm trying to think if i can think of any like specific examples of moments when games use like something more or less mechanical as a joke i feel like if i thought about hard enough i could find something in portal that does that mm-hmm. um oh um there's this moment in half-life 2 um, where you're, uh, it might be in one of the episodes, not in the original game, mm. um, where you, um, have to go through this, uh, like crawl through a ventilation duct and it like, um, it sets it up as like, it's going to be this big thing. And you're going to have to crawl through the ventilation duct into another room and then like unlock the door mm-hmm. and, uh, and you crawl into the duct and then the duct immediately collapses yeah, and you sure. fall back on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I remember chuckling at that, um, which I mean, but that is a moment when the game is like kind of using timing in a way that yeah. uh, sort of resembles a, a, a film. Yeah, or, sure. 
Yeah, um, I, I definitely think it's like something that's a little bit underrepresented because I think a lot of games just like like in Borderlands, for example, it's just like, all right, you're gonna go shoot some monsters, and while you're shooting monsters, a f- uh, the crazy guy that sells you cars is gonna be talking at you over the radio about his fat mom, and you're just like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's just kind of like it's like snarky and kind of funny, but uh, yeah. I think I think definitely there it could stand. I mean. I know you are a uh, big fan of the YouTube series Every Frame of Painting, and uh, I, it's true. I am. It's a uh, for, for those that are out. unfamiliar. It's a like YouTube series of video essays about film and the different ways you can use it. And there's one about visual comedy and yeah, he's sort about of Buster Keaton, right? Uh, well, he talks about Buster Keaton and Edgar Wright a lot. Um, oh yeah, and. Yeah, the director true. Edgar Wright. Uh, so it's kind of talks about how a lot of modern movie comedies are basically just like light improv and like they're funny, mm-hmm. but they don't use the form, you know, the film form to make jokes. Uh, but yeah. someone like Edgar Wright, who's a director, he directed most recently baby driver, but also Shaun of the dead hot fuzz. Um, yeah. He will do a lot of like visual gags and they're really great and they are like something that make his movies special. Uh, and so mm-hmm. I think games could stand to, uh, you know, take similar cues and like sort of build jokes off of mechanics and interaction rather than just like mm-hmm. writing or, or whatever it, uh, whatever it could be. Yeah, no, that seems, that seems very true. Um, can you think of any other uh, games that use mechanics humorously? Yeah, it's kind of intentionally. It's kind of hard. I mean, there's some funny stuff in like uh, the so the Saints Row games are kind of like played for comedy. They started out as like Grand Theft Auto uh, clone, basically, but then sort of around Saints Row Two, they're like, okay, well, what if instead of being just like Grand Theft Auto, we we're just like satirical and ridiculous? And then mm-hmm. I think. Saints Row three is where they like really nailed it. And there's a lot, it's a lot of like the writing is just like funny and quirky. Like there's a part where you're, uh, you're driving, uh, from, you know, one push, you know, it's an open world game where you steal cars and drive around and shoot people. Right. So you're driving in a car with a character to a a mission and you're, you can like switch the radio, but then your character switches the radio and the song, uh, what's the song? It's by sublime. I'm trying to think, uh, Lovin' is what I got comes on and both of the characters in the car they're having like an exposition conversation and then they both stop and just sing along to the entire song <laughs> and like the drive to where you're going takes just the right amount of time that they're able to finish the whole song but you you have to actively drive the whole time you can't like it's not like you're stopping but they like sing the whole song along with it and it's I don't know it's like really funny and then there's another there's a mission later on in that game which is like one of the best where the game you're supposed to be in like a matrix style sim uh, simulation for like this one mission and the game keeps transforming you into random objects. So you get turned into like a toilet. So you're like a toilet running around with a machine gun, like <laughs> shooting people. And, uh, it's, I don't know. It's like, it's really funny. That game is, is, is pretty good. I don't know if it, if it holds up, but, uh, I definitely like really love that game and laughed a lot while, while playing it. I'm not sure. Again, it's, uh, a lot of those sort of go on the air on the side of sort of more like writing than actual writing humor. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of them are things that like 
I don't know. Like, I feel like the, the, the singing the sublime song in the car, it just doesn't work in a movie because in a movie it's just like, okay, these people are just singing in a car or whatever. It's not really a joke. It's just a thing that happens. But when you're like in a video game and it's like kind of established, established this formula, that's very common for open world games where it's like, all right, um, we're going to, I'm going to go to this character. They're going to do a cutscene of them telling me what we're going to do. And then Mm -hmm. we're going to get in a car. And while we drive, they're going to give me some exposition about the people we're going to go fight or whatever we're going to go do and then for the character to just uh be like oh wait wait i love this song and then the, they just <laughs> sing along to the entire yeah. song is like a good yeah, it seems like yeah the, the humor there seems to be like in- interrupting the formula definitely and um uh, a game that um i just thought of that i think d- does this maybe not quite in the same way but brog fractions Oh, um, absolutely. Which, you know, saying that is almost kind of a spoiler because when you first start playing the game, it seems like it's just going to be a fairly unremarkable, like, browser game. Mm-hmm. But it, it really, like, plays with the um, form of, uh, well, it plays with several different game forms. Oh, it yeah. It kind of parodies them um, and parodies their mechanics, too. Oh, sure. I mean, even um, the, the base of it, when it, what it first seems like, it's like an educational game. Yes. It's not really it's educational quickly, at all. Like, yeah, it's like you're going to learn about fractions. It's, it's like, I'm not learning no. fractions. I'm just shooting stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of don't want to yeah. talk about frog fractions too much because that game is best enjoyed if you don't know anything about it. But I, yes, I definitely if you go agree. in totally blind. That game is so fun. Yeah. And it's very funny. Got a lot of like solid gags. Yeah. Um, I'll, go, I'll go ahead and say to our listeners, you should play it. It's funny. Yes. It's free. It's easy to find. Google frog. That's fractions. the. Don't click on any of the links that explain what it is. Yeah, Edgeguard stamp of approval, frog fractions. <laughs> um, well, anyway, is there anything else you sort of want to talk about with the hot date? Um, no, I don't think so. I think we got through everything I had to say. Cool. Well, do you want to tell the people about the game we are going to be playing next week? Uh, I shall. The game we're playing next week is called Oblige. It's by uh, Jocelyn. Uh, Jocelyn Kim, I assume, is the reference there, but the um, that's the name that it says the code slash designer. Uh, but the on Itchio, she's just listed as Jocelyn. Um, it is a described as a narrative heavy side scroller slash typing game where the player acts as a working-class mother in 1979 Hong Kong. Uh, and this is a student game, which um, uh, I don't think we've done a student game since Farbenspiel, so this will be... I, th- I think it'll be fun to go back to that that genre of game. Sure, definitely. Student games always... I feel like, as a person who's worked on a student game, a lot of times student games have a lot of ideas and ambition and not a lot of excellent execution, but it makes them very interesting to play and like enjoyable because it's like, oh, wow, I can see yeah, yeah. the good idea here. And some student games... And it's fun to talk about. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So I'm excited yeah. for that one. In the meantime, make sure to follow us on Twitter at EdgeGuardCast so you can get all the, the latest news about the podcast, uh, which mm-hmm. is basically accounts to like three tweets a week. One tweet with... Uh, very, very important tweets. Yeah, very important tweets. One tweet with a link to the game we're playing for that episode on Sunday, and then a tweet or two on Sunday to link you to the episode and uh, <laughs> the creators, uh, which we, we always like to uh, support our creators. If you uh, like a game that we've played, make sure to check the people out uh, and 
and yeah follow us follow us on twitter come back next week and uh we'll, we'll talk to you soon <laughs>